Welcome to the show, everyone. It's your host, Brandon Hagen. We are back with your Mountville Fantasy Football League podcast. And today, obviously, we're going to be talking week five uh, results. There's some great games. And then uh, week six predictions. And then also we'll be doing our headline of the week, um, the letdown of the week, and the team of the week. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing that. And then at the end, we'll do another special segment. But it will be today we're going to look at, like, uh, teams with the best and brightest futures and then also like teams with not like too good of uh futures coming up so like they're putting all their marbles into it for this year um so that will be at the end but starting off we had red roses money longer battle of the brothers as i mentioned last week um and red roses comes out on top 119 to 78 improving to four and one Money longer, dropping to 0-5. Worst record in the league. Oh, and this week I did go perfect. 5-0 and for my uh, predictions. Uh, the league was sure to tell me that. But looking at money longer, um, obviously we know he's in kind of like a tank mode, uh, rebuild mode. Um, Matt Ryan had 22. Antonio Gibson had 20. Tavis Murray, Miles Sanders, four points and seven points. Uh, Brandon Ayuk with four. Jameson Crowder with six. Blake Jarwin had nothing. Uh, Justin Tucker, three. Chandler Jones, zero. And Eric Kendricks, 11. And for the Red Roses, Kyler Murray had 13. So not a good game for him, but they still came out on top with a victory. Uh, That's the second week uh, that he has not had over 20. Um, Alex Collins with eight, Damian Harris with nine, uh, Devontae Adams with 32. He was the one that, uh, helped him out this week. Justin Jefferson, 15, Cooper Cup, 12, Noah Fant, three, Tyler Bass, eight, Cole Holcomb, nine, and Devin White, six. Uh, so obviously when you hear Alex Collins and Damian Harris, uh, starting running back can't expect too much, but uh, yeah, Red Roses four and one, money longer zero oh and five. Now moving on, this was um, team of the week and headline of the week here. Land Sharks, uh, Land Sharks put up one hundred ninety nine points. The reason's headline of the week is because that's a new all time record for most points scored in a week. Um, so congrats to the Land Sharks on, uh, breaking that record and also congrats on the win, 199 to 127 over TV remote, uh, Land Sharks are now four and one TV remote, one and four has lost four straight, but competing. I will say he is competing. Gotta give him credit for that. But Land Sharks, uh, Lamar Jackson with 45 uh, Derrick Henry, 31, Aaron Jones, 12, Mike Evans, 26, Tyreek Hill, 11, DeAndre Hopkins, 17, Mark Andrews, 36, Harrison Butker, 10, Deion Jones, 4, and Logan Wilson, 4. So obviously, Monday night, uh, Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson combined for like 80 points, uh, 81. So that's unreal. Uh that that won't happen every week, obviously, but 
great uh, performance from both of them. And for TV remote, Kirk Cousins with 12. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got hurt during uh, the game relatively early. He had two. Uh, Najee Harris, 21. He's been playing very good. Um, Kareem Hunt with 23. Odell with three. Marquise Brown, 29. Kyle Pitts, 22. Nice game from him. I'm sure that uh, made TV remote happy seeing him have a finally have a good game. Evic McPherson, 2. Joey Bosa, 2. And Fred Warner, 8. So, again, if <clears throat> TV remote can figure out that receiver position, uh, his team will actually be pretty good. Uh, now, obviously, Clyde got hurt. I don't know the severity of that. They're saying it's not going to be too bad, probably like a week-to-week thing. But if he can... Uh, get healthy and then TV remote figures out his wide receiver position he actually could win some more games so uh, obviously good thing to see there for uh, <coughs> uh, TV remote but moving on now bandits house of fire house of fire takes this one 103 to 94 let down of the week definitely the bandits um, obviously Coming off a very good week last week, I believe, um, and the week before, putting up 94 points, uh, not good. Bandits are now 3-2, and two, House of Fire 2-3. and three. Uh, Ryan Tannehill with 14. Saquon Barkley got hurt. He had point nine. Uh, Alvin Kamara with 26. So good to see him bounce back. He's been struggling lately, not getting as many... Uh, targets and receptions as he has in the past but solid game from him best of the year so far um Amari Cooper with 13 Terry McLaurin with six DJ Moore uh well what just happened there thing just went away <clears throat> give me some time here pull it back up don't know what happened all right DJ Moore with uh six Travis Kelsey, 14, uh, Daniel Carlson with three, Levante David with five, and Foya Saad Oluokun with three. Um, House of Fire, 20 points from Aaron Rodgers, 24 from Zeke, which he's been playing good lately. Uh, it's good to see him back to his old days playing good football. Uh, Joe Mixon with 10, Keenan Allen, 10, Chris Godwin, 10, Dallas Goddard, 3, which now he is on the COVID list. So um, <clears throat> House of Fire will need a new f- uh, flex play. Uh, Darren Waller was six. He's really kind of disappointed this year, honestly. Um, I mean, he had 21 his first week, but other than that, he's kind of been dicey. So not a good sign there for uh, House of Fire. Matt Prater with five, Denzel Perryman with 11, and Kenny Young with two. Um, yeah, so, I mean, neither team really had a great performance, barely cracking 100 for House of Fire and not even cracking 100 for Bandits. So, <clears throat> let down a week, there you go. There it is, the Bandits. Uh, next, Playboys. Moosin, Playboys improving to two and three. Moosin dropping to two and three as well. Uh, Playboys winning 177 to 81. Nearly beat them by 100 points. 
Um, I was going to give Team of the Week to Playboys, but, I mean, it's hard to not give it to Landsharks when he set a record and almost put up 200 points. First time we've ever seen that. Um, Moosin, uh, starting with Daniel Jones, three points. James Conner, 10. Leonard Fournette, 19. So he's been playing good, too, because they've kind of gone away from Ronald Jones and are now sticking with Fournette, it looks like. Elijah Mitchell was seven. Brandon Cooks, three. Stephon Diggs, seven. Mike Kosicki, six. Rodrigo Blankenship, eight. Jamal Adams, five. And Buda Baker with ten. And for the Playboys, Josh Allen with 39. Great game from him. Nick Chubb, 23. Austin Eckler, 30. And DeAndre Swift, 19. So for the Playboys, it's their uh, running backs. And then they have their fourth running back, technically, Cordero Patterson. He had 14. But the running backs is a strong suit there for Playboys. Uh, <clears throat> and Kenny Galladay at zero. So he had 177 points with a wide receiver getting zero points. Um Dawson Knox with 19, which guy is a stud. He's been playing really good. I didn't notice that until last week, but, uh, yeah, he's playing really good. Um, Youngway Koo, 11, Darius Leonard, 14, and Isaiah Simmons, 5. So great uh, week for Playboys. Proves to 2-3, and three, which I think tosses him into third there. Because uh, he has more points, I think, than uh, House of Fire. <clears throat> now, the Chosen One C-Strike. This was uh, the game of the week. Undefeated C-Strike. Um, this could have been letdown of the week, too. C-Strike with 89 points, losing 157-89. Uh, Chosen One's moved to 3-2. and two. This actually could be letdown of the week as well, just because... Um, I mean, he was 4-0 coming in, big game against the Chosen Ones, and his team lays an egg. So you hate to see it for C-Strike dropping their first uh, loss of the year. Uh, for Chosen Ones, we have Dak Prescott with 23, Alexander Madison with 22, Jonathan Taylor with 30. So big performance there from his running backs. Uh, A.J. Brown, 5, D.K. Metcalf, 24, Robert Woods, 21, which he had a great game. Oh, and looks like we have the Halloween skin back. When I click on a guy, um, looks like the Halloween skin is back. And we do have confirmation from the commissioner. It is indeed back. I just noticed that while I'm making this podcast. Uh, Mo Ali cox was 6. Chris Boswell, 11. Roquan Smith, 8. TJ Watt with 4. And for C-Strike, Patrick Mahomes with 20, Chase Edmonds with 2, James Robinson, 21, Tyler Lockett, 8, Allen Robinson, 5, Adam Thielen, 5, Austin Hooper, 2, Jason Myers, 5, Jerome Baker, 11, and Tremaine Edmonds, 8. Um, <clears throat> so obviously not a good performance from C-Strike. See if he can bounce back uh, with this coming week. I forget who exactly he plays. Let me look here. Um, looks like he plays Moosin. So after a loss last week, he should be able to win this week against Moosin. <clears throat> Which will uh, 
give him some momentum because I think he does play. Uh, I know he plays Red Roses week eight, but then I think he starts playing. Yeah, then it's Land Sharks. So he needs some momentum before going into a gauntlet of a schedule here, as does Red Roses. I mean, here we go on to week six, Red Roses and Land Sharks. That's probably the game of the week. No, most definitely the game of the week. Um, obviously, both these teams have a ring. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, looking at the two teams, obviously Landsharks are a heavy favorite, both 4-1, but Landsharks' roster is just a lot more deeper. And with a banged-up Red Roses running back room, uh, I'm going to have to give this one to the Landsharks. Uh, if Red Roses is at full health with Dave Montgomery and J.K. Dobbins, like if Dobbins never tours ACL, I think this would be a very great, good game. I mean, obviously still Land Sharks have better players, but Red Roses, I mean, if they had those two guys, it would be close. But this week looks like they're starting Tony Pollard and Jamal Williams. So going to have to give this one to the Land Sharks moving to 5-1. and one. Um, Now we got Bandits and TV remote. Uh, Bandits looks like. Right now he doesn't have IDPs in, but he's going to probably put in some of them. Yeah, he's got four, so. Um, looking at this, though, I mean, Alvin Kamara on by, Saquon out. So he's going to be starting Damian Williams, it looks like, and J.D. McKissick, which it's dicey, but got to do what you got to do when bye weeks and injuries happen. But, um... TV remote, I think Kyle Pitts is on by, but that's the only one who's on by. Um, looking at it, I'm going to give this one to TV remote. I think Bandits loses another. Unless their wide receivers just go off, I don't think he's going to get enough points from McKissick and Williams. Um, I, I'm giving this one to TV remote. Second win of the year for TV remote coming this week. Book it. Uh, next, House of Fire, Playboys. Um, House of Fire, obviously coming off a solid win against the Bandits. Playboys, past two weeks, has really been uh, scoring a lot of points. Um, coming into this one, I mean, I would expect Playboys to be favored. Um, but looking at House of Fire, I mean, he's got guys who can go off too, but... I'm going to go Playboys. I think they're starting to figure out their roster. Uh, ever since they made the switch to Cordero Patterson at receiver. So he's basically got four running backs. Um, I think he's found his uh, best schedule or his best roster here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Playboys 3-3, three and three, House of Fire down to 2-4. and four. Uh, Next. Money Longer, Chosen Ones, this shouldn't even be a question. Chosen Ones winning this one. Money Longer, his team's in shambles. I know he does have a couple firsts coming up here this year and next year. But still, I don't know if that will get it done. I mean, his team's, like, really dicey. Uh, Chosen Ones, probably by 100, honestly. And finally, we got C-Strike and Moosin. Moosin, kind of in the same boat as Money Longer, except he's got... I think two wins under his belt. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go C-strike here, though. Obviously, they're the favorite. Um, 
Although Dalvin Cook should be back this week for Moosin, so we'll see how he plays. Um, still under, don't understand why he has Daniel Jones starting. Um, he's got Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert on his taxi, so he's got two stud young uh, quarterbacks and hasn't brought either one up. Um, but yeah, see strike, bouncing back, five and one after this week. Um, <clears throat> we'll take a quick look here at the standings as well. Um, so for the North, we got Land Sharks sitting in first place, four and one, and his points four is so much higher than everyone else. The next highest person in the entire league is Playboys. And he's like 94 points more than him already. Uh, Bandits sitting in second, three and two, 611 points for Playboys two and three. So if Playboys wins this week and uh, Bandits lose, Playboys will jump the Bandits because he's got like 54 more points than the Bandits. So I don't think he'll make up that this week. Uh, House of Fire in fourth with... Two and three with a hundred or five hundred forty-five points. And TV remote one and four with five hundred seventy. So TV remote actually does have more points than House of Fire, but one less win. So that uh, hate to see it there for the remotes. Um, and for the South, we got sitting in first place the Red Roses at four and one with six hundred forty-eight points, uh, which is the most in the South. Um, C strike with 607 points, uh, four and one, second place. Chosen ones in third, three and two, uh, 642 points. Moosin, two and three, sitting in fourth, uh, with 500 points. And Money Longer, 0 and five in last place with 499 points. Just to put it in perspective, Land Sharks almost has 300 more points than Money Longer. So, that goes to show you how bad Money Longer has been this year. Um, so now we're looking at um, teams I mentioned earlier, Brightest Futures. Uh, so obviously when we take a look at some of these top teams, uh, like the Land Sharks, um, especially the Land Sharks, I mean, their team's really good on paper, but um, I mean... He doesn't really have much of a future. I mean, looking at his taxi, I mean, Kenneth Gainwell is really like the only one that has shown some promise so far. Chris Evans is not that good. Darrington Evans isn't good either. Tutu Atwell has not played. Devin Duvernay, Tyler Johnson. Elijah Moore, I mean, it's early. He still could be good. And Albert Oquega, but no, I don't even know how to say his name's terrible. So... Really, he only has Kenneth Gainwell on his taxi who showed some promise. But, like, he's going to lose Derrick Henry this year, Tyreek Hill. So, like, he'll be down to where his team was before. He also loses Russell Wilson. Um, and I don't know, <clears throat> based off of, like, picks, I don't know exactly what picks he has. Um, if I had to take a guess, he probably doesn't have tons just because he uh, – Went out and traded for some of these guys. Let me take a look. Land Sharks. So it looks like they do have a second and then a first the following year. So I guess he's still got some picks. But, I mean, 
after this year, his team isn't going to be that good. I mean, Miles Gaskin will be his next best back after Aaron Jones because Daryl Henderson won't probably play because Akers will be back. Um, and he'll lose Tyreek, so then it'll be Juju. It'll be like his old team all over again. So, really, I think if you're the Land Sharks, his future's not too bright. Um, after this year, he's got to win this year to make up for it. If he doesn't, that you just hate to see it, honestly, for him. Uh, but yeah, so now um, we'll go to the Bandits. Bandits. Um, I mean, they they got some guys on their taxi. I mean, Zach Wilson, he's dicey. Zach Moss has been playing solid. T Higgins is good. Uh, Michael Pittman's been playing really well. Um, Hunter Long, no. Denzel Mims, no. Colin Johnson, no. Tua, I mean, I I like Tua. I'm a believer in Tua, but I don't know. We'll see. He just got injured. I think he's coming back here soon. But um, So he's got some solid guys on the taxi there. But as for his actual roster... Doesn't really lose anyone uh, worth noting after this year. So, I mean, he's still got a few years to compete. In two years, lose Saquon and uh, Kelsey, so that will hurt. And Amari Cooper. So that, will, that year will hurt him. But other than that, I mean, he's got some... Uh, <clears throat> some solid guys on the taxi... And for picks, I know he doesn't have a first or second next year. And 2023 doesn't have a first or second either. So his future, honestly, isn't looking too bright either. I mean, he's a win-now team. He went out and traded for some guys. So for the Bandits, I mean, he'll still have some solid players as will the Land Sharks. But, I mean, I don't know. His future's not too bright. Doesn't have a first or second the next two years that you hate to see that there. Um Money longer. Moving on to him, we got obviously like we've been saying, his team's dicey. He does have Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders on a two-year, but I mean I don't know Sanders. I don't think's like really that good. They don't really give him the ball, but he's got Gibson, Ayuk, which he was like really good last year, and this year all of a sudden he's not that good. But I don't know what happened there. Um, and. He's got Jerry Judy, too. I know he's a big believer in him. And then his taxi is really good. I mean, he's got Trey Lance, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Rashad Bateman, who has not played yet, Daimi Brown, Diami Brown, who might be solid, Dwayne Eskridge, eh. Simi Fajoko is terrible, and LaVisca Chanel could be good. And then for picks, he's got a first next year from House of Fire, and then he's got two firsts in 2023 so i mean as for future for money longer i mean i guess yeah maybe not next year he may be bad too it may till be the like the following year like, after the 2023 draft he may start to see his team rise again but as of now his team is not looking too good um and his like future for next year could be dicey as well because uh, he does not have a second either. Now, for the Chosen Ones, uh, obviously looking at his team, really good. 
loses Chris Carson, loses Christian McCaffrey. Um, so after this year, I mean, he'll still have a lot of his guys. His taxi's great. Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, um, Rondell Moore, Jalen Waddell. So he's got some solid young guys, but none of them are running backs. He's already – his receivers are really good. A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, D.K. Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and Robert Woods. So his receivers are good, but his running backs – I mean, after this year, he loses Carson and uh, McCaffrey. So it would be down to Jonathan Taylor and Jacobs. But he does have a first and a second next year. And a first and a second in 2023. So for the Chosen Ones, I'm going to say his future is pretty bright. Because, I mean, yeah, he loses those two guys after this year. But he's got picks. So he can always replace those guys. And knowing him, he'll probably make trades and stuff. So... I like where uh, the Chosen Ones is at roster-wise. Because, yeah, he did give up a lot for some of the guys he traded, but he still has first. That's because he had a boatload of picks to begin with. So for him, I'd say future bright. Uh, I mean, you can't lie about that. I mean, he's still got first and second. So moving on, we got Red Roses. Um, Obviously for him, I'd say future's pretty bright. Not in a win-now mode, but he still can compete. Taxi squad looking like he's got Sermon, Nico Collins, Brian Edwards, CeeDee Lamb, Terrace Marshall. Uh, J.K. Dobbins on IR, so he has not played a game yet for the Red Roses. Uh, next year, though, he will be looking like he uh, will. Um, and as for his roster, I mean, he's still got Cooper Cup. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Adams on a two-year, so he'll be gone here soon. But uh, David Montgomery on four. I mean, his running backs, obviously we know his running backs are dicey. Uh, but he has Kyler Murray, too, at quarterback, so that helps a bit, too. So, and I mean, he does have a first and a second this year. And then I think in 2023... Has a first and two seconds. Yeah, so obviously I think uh, his running backs are dicey, but he could draft some uh, make up for that. But yeah, so future's relatively bright for Red Roses as well. Uh, Moosin, I don't even know where to begin with him. His team, like I said, is not that good. Uh, obviously, we'll have Dalvin Cook still. Some of these other guys you'll have too. Um, Dalvin Cook's really the only one worth noting. He loses Stephon Diggs after this year. Um, I will say, though, his taxi, he's got Herbert and Hurts. So those are two good young quarterbacks. Kadarius Toney showed some promise here as of late. Um, <coughs> so for him, I mean, he's got a solid taxi, but... Oh, he does have a first and second again this year. Okay, so for Moosin, I mean, he's got some picks, first and second the next two years. Um, Got some young guys on his taxi there, but for his wide receivers and running backs, he's going to have some gaps to fill. I mean, he still loves Fournette, but who knows what will happen with him. James Conner. Yeah, so, I mean, he does have picks. I mean, it's not the brightest of futures there for Moosin, but not terrible. Uh, moving on, C-Strike. 
Got Patty Mahomes on it too. Uh, James Robinson on it too. In two years, he's going to lose a lot of his team, uh, the guys he has now. His taxi, I don't think, is too good. Uh, Fields, Hubbard, the other guys, the rest of them except Anthony Schwartz haven't even played. Uh, does have Cam Akers, too, on IR there. So, I mean, for C-Strike, obviously going to lose a lot of guys. Has two firsts this coming year and a second. And then in 2023 is a first and a second. So he's got picks, which is good. Um, I mean, he is sitting 4-1 and one right now. Uh, I mean, future is looking dicey for him just because he loses a lot of people. But, I mean, he has picks. That's what you want to rebuild and bring it. Like the guys you lose, you want to draft guys who then will come back and be good. So I'd say future is average for him. He's got picks. Not a lot of young guys, though, who are good. Um, or Sorry, has a fire here. Uh, got Wentz, Rodgers, Zeke, Mixon on a two. Godwin on a two. Ooh, yeah, I don't know, man. House of Fire could be in shambles. Doesn't have a first either. He has a second. Then has a first and second. I'm saying future not looking too bright for him. He's going to lose a lot of guys um, coming up here this year, too, because he loses... I guess he only loses Keenan, but in like two years, yeah, he could be. It could be looking dicey there for House of Fire, and without a first this year, we'll see how he does. So future, eh, I mean, his taxi isn't the best either. He's got Jalen Rager, KJ Hamler, yeah, no one really that good. Um, for Playboys now, we got. So for TV, or sorry, for House of Fire, his team future is looking average, I guess. Maybe a little below average. I'd say C-Strike is a little bit better future than uh, House of Fire. Now, Playboys, I mean, looking at his team, he's set. I mean, for the next four years, he's going to have Nick Chubb. For the next five, you'll have Eckler. For the next six, you'll have Swift. For the next five, you'll have Josh Allen. So... For running back-wise, he's set. Um, also, as Michael Carter on taxi, A.J. Dillon. I know he's holding out hope. Keyshawn Vaughn. He does have Devontae Smith, too. Um, but his receivers are Kenny Galladay, eh, Sutton. Eh. So I think coming up in these next two years for drafts, he does have a first and second this coming year and a first and second the following year. So I think if he drafts properly and right, he'll draft wide receivers. Um, and I'd say his future is very bright. Honestly, I I really do. If he can figure out that wide receiver position. I mean, Devontae Smith has shown some promise in five weeks so far. So, I mean, if he is a stud in him, then he just needs one more receiver, and he may be set, man. So... Future's looking pretty bright there for the Playboys. Um, and now finally we got TV remote. Obviously Trevor Lawrence, uh, Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, Will probably need another running back because his taxi doesn't have any like good running backs. Does have Jamar Chase on taxi. He is 
very good. Van Jefferson, too. I mean, people are sleeping on him. He's been playing pretty good lately. Uh, I mean, inconsistent, but he's had some solid games here and there. Um, and for his receivers, I mean, Henry Ruggs, eh. Marquise Brown has been pretty good this year. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. For TV remote, obviously, it's the picks. The picks are going to help him tremendously. He's got three first, three seconds this year. Um, in 2023, he only has one first and one second. But, I mean, I'd say the future's bright for him. He's one and four, com- been competing. No one really expected him to compete, but he's competing. He's got a lot of picks. So, future's very bright for uh, TV remote. I'd say him and uh, Playboys have the brightest of the futures. Um, and potentially the chosen ones, too, just because he still has some picks. But, yeah, so uh, that does it for today's episode. Uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.